It's November. We are here. It's my birthday month. We're talking football. We're talking birthday music. Month? We're talking going to live music events. We are everywhere, anywhere we can be. And this is the Fest Podcast. Live football games. We're doing it all this month. Yeah, live football games. We've been doing uh, live Crazy Bird concerts. We've been know people that go places. Got it's, some family Thanksgivings coming up. Maybe. Yes, we we got a lot of things cooking. I hear you can sit out in the backyard and do them in the outside. And you'd be all right. What's that? Thanksgiving. Oh, and just do your thing, man. Do your thing. That's do what. Thing. It, that's our th- our goal. Do your thing. Do your thing. Sound check it, Jared. So, what do we got going on on the update? We, we're going to talk a little bit about. We've been doing lots of planning, obviously, because we're we're you know we're, getting closer. It's probably time to be thinking about what's going on in July. <laughs> the funny thing is yeah. that people do think, oh, you just do this for. Well, then we're getting into the update, but nah, but that's fine. Usually, it's uh, you know, for it is fourteen months prior to the event is when we get going. But now is with the time when we start getting to the basically the nitty gritty of the powers that be. You know, right, that'll be a good conversation. Start, we'll talk it's about. a little different in COVID times, right? Yeah, yeah, it is. Communication is key. key. Yeah. Fan festival news from around the world. We're hey, bringing in my brother-in-law. That was really good. I liked it. It was good insightful guy. because it's when you see people at football games you're not quite sure what's going on there right and we got a man on the scene and he he tells us some good stuff which right. is great it was it was really entertaining because stuff you wouldn't know unless you were there well and what's great what we've been doing the last whatever four weeks we're getting people that are actually experiencing things in these times and be like this is what this is like they're out doing they do? stuff it's yeah. kind of cool it's great so our headliner is brianna helbling that was fun yeah she's a great you know great great alum of nd country fest and she's a great midwest Western, uh, Midwestern. Yeah, it is Midwestern, you know, artist that's up and coming and just doing her thing and releasing all kinds of material. We talked about Dakota that. icon. Yeah. Right back from, uh, not quite my hometown, but right across the river, right across the river. She's great. She's always a great person to talk to you. And in following in the steps of Adam Rankin from the two tone lizard Kings, we get a little bit of music. there. Oh, the good call. Right. Yeah. It's worth it. It was, was a great. Good. It's great when she played. Right. You got to check that out. Those of you who jump over that YouTube and, and t- check that out when you can see it on the zoom, uh, those of you listening, just keep listening. It sounds great. <laughs> so then we're going to do Ralphie's top three. I don't know what the hell you were thinking. <laughs> so. That's great. We get to hear Ralphie's wildest animals. Wait till the last one is number one's a catchy one. I guess it's very up to debate up to debate <laughs> and then we're going to wrap it up by talking about your birthday and my horrible loss for the sun devils yep the stage left it was my birthday over the weekend and then i watched the sun devils game as well our our great uh guest from was that last week yeah mr joe healy and the sun devils and see how that went we were close on that score it was close but not close enough how can they find us jared we can find us on apple podcast or all your podcasting sources and while you're there please 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 subscribe because that helps us get into the algorithm leave an awesome review because that's what those sites want to see to get us higher and higher for so people can find us yep and subscribe on that youtube channel go ahead and hit that and hit the notifications because we drop it every friday right our boys from light jumper do an excellent job by uh getting us live and in person blow yeah, anybody who wants to blow some kisses? I guess that's all right. Um, blow some kisses from Light <laughs> Jumper Media. Well, ND Country Fest updates, Jared. Great stuff to talk about. Yep. Brought to you by Lee Jaworski. Jershuski. Jershuski. Find oh, your keys with, with Lee. Lee. With Alliance Real Estate. Here we are, ND Country Fest updates. The commercial's at the end, Jared. Damn it. <laughs> You're like, <gasps> you know what's happening here? Too many Zooms going on. I'm like, 
do we pause it here because we're going to bring in fan, uh, the zooms are great though because right. we have all those opinions and those, and those people i'm just getting better and better chopping it up in different fashions it's kind of interesting but it's fun yeah so let's jump into any country fest updates brought to you by lee jershuski with alliance real estate find your keys, keys with lee yep what we talking about what we are talking about today is you know we always talk to the powers that be the government government officials in the area right obviously with everything going on we will always stay in communication with them and we're making plans which obviously change weekly monthly and uh, some people will say well what well, you're like it nine months out. daily right now it could but the key is for us is to stay in communication with everybody right you know and that's what we're doing and that's what we've been doing right now and, well, and things are looking great and it's smart and, to reach out to those people here in november you know six seven eight months in advance before you're out there so you know what they're thinking what you're thinking and what you need to what hoops you are or are not going to have to jump through. Well, absolutely. And they already know our plan. They've already seen our plan. Obviously there it's a 22 page plan that we obviously already have tweaked since, right. <laughs> since July. Cause things have already changed. And, and then the vaccine's going to come and just throw it all up in the air. <laughs> hey, right? I'll take it. Right. You'll be I'll like, take it. Whatever. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> put, put it in the other file. Cause right. maybe one day, 40 years from I'll now, I'll double vaccinate myself. <laughs> But that's good because you're prepared right. and you're planned and you want to know what, what everybody's thinking about and what they're, what's on their minds and what's on your mind. Well, and they want to know that we are, we're prepared for it. We're not just right. saying, oh, okay, well, whatever. No, like here's here's this document. Here's how we handle this. Here's how we handle that. And here's how, you know, if there is temperature taking that we have to do it, there's how we do. We already have the equipment for that. Here's our sanitization schedules. Right. Here is everything. And not only that, we're talking to people around the country all the way from even we've gotten contact with some of the folks at some of the big stadiums and colleges too, and see what they're doing and what, how they're, you know, operating, how on they're that. doing it mm -hmm. and large venues, uh, around the region as well. Indoor venues. Cause really? those are, I mean, they're hoping to do something in Q1, Q2, yeah, but we're in those conversations. It, you know, so if they're going to be doing something, then outdoor stuff oh, is probably going to be allowed. Yeah. Actually, I do have another conference call on Thursday. Wow. And that's about a two-hour conference call. Well, that's for large large indoor venues around the Midwest. Right. Obviously, we're not an indoor arena, but we are an outdoor. But they said, hey, can you jump on the call? And uh, just, why not? just sit on and take a listen. And then uh, we'd like to hear your feedback at the end. Nice. So why not? Yeah. And on then, a separate phone call, not on the whole. As thing. always, the holidays are here, so the flash store is going to go up, and tickets are available to purchase to give to your loved one who loves a little country music and camping and drinking. That's right. If you want a stress reliever, get what's a better gift than a stress reliever to your loved one this holiday season? Right. But an ND Country Fest ticket. Maybe it's VIP. Maybe it's GA. Maybe it's all the camping and all above. But. Got to do it quick because guess what's coming? <laughs> price increase. December 2nd, we will have a price increase. We are getting closer and closer on certain things, so it is getting tighter. So make sure you get the experience you want that we talk about all the time. Extra large camping that we talked about last week. There's uh, They're trimming down where there's not many left. Ooh. Go to ndcountryfest.com. They heard us talking about it, right? <laughs> they did. It is it is wild. You know what? I was, we mentioned it here and then literally a day or two later, later it starts. <laughs> yeah. So I was listening, looking at our podcast analytics. So mm -hmm. shockingly, 95% of our people listening are from the United States. Well, that's good. Right. But there's 4% from Ireland. 
Yes. And I want to know who that 4% from Ireland is. We'll get them in here. They got to comment. We will. I, honestly, <laughs> if they'll comment and tell us who they are, we'll, we'll get them in on a Zoom. Zoom in. I want I to like know it. why. they're. Are they a big country music fan? They might be. Dropkick Murphy fan? You never know. I don't know. I want to know. I like it. But hey, get their ND Country Fest tickets at ndcountryfest.com. We have that price increase coming up December 2nd. You want that stress reliever for your loved one? Go ahead and get that VIP ticket for them or that GA or that camping Do it now. Oh, Prices go up. Let's hear more about Lee Jared what sets me apart is I like to interact with my eight clients a little bit more maybe just actually become more friends with them than just a client business relationship I'd probably have to say it'd be who hut just because I like the food and my daughter absolutely loves it I chose real estate because I like to help people and it's fun it's exciting it can be stressful but it's always good to just find a solution to a problem all right jared here we are we are going long this time on festival news <laughs> from around the world but yet very close to your heart very close to home very close to arizona we have a diehard arizona cardinal fan a 17 year cardinal. season ticket holder that's a lot of losses a great friend of yours <laughs> John Ingram, how are you? Our first guest, too, on Festival News Around I know. This is our first one that we're bringing in. So. All right. All right. You actually got to go to a game. I can't wait to hear all this. Yeah. So this is my brother-in-law. And a couple weeks ago, we were talking about him in Festival News from around the world because the Cardinals were allowing about 1,200 uh, fans into the game. And we mm -hmm. talked about the whole process of being in the call line, being in that. And Johnny actually got to go to a game last Sunday. I'm not sure if he's happy that he got to go to that game, but you know. how did that process work, John? How, how did you get picked? I know you, you didn't get picked. The, go Take us back to the first one. The first, when they allowed what 1200, you just said, yep. what happened there? Why didn't you get in? I mean, 17 years. That's a long time. That's a lot of dough. My friend, I would have picked you right out of the gate, all right? But take us back to that one. And then all the way up to what happened this weekend. Yeah, so the, the first game that they allowed fans was the Seattle game, and it was 1,200 1, seats. So basically you had 600 account holders that were going to be able to buy two seats each. And uh, since the Cardinals have been here since 1988, then uh, there were obviously more than 600 people that bought tickets, season tickets before I did. Um, I can't originally got <laughs> you're, you're a awesome fan. It's okay, Jerry. I, I think you know you guys have been the season ticket holders back when they were at Sun Devil Stadium. So that's old school. So. That's great. That's Emmett Smith time too, oh, probably. Yeah. yeah. Well, no, that was pre, pre, pre Emmett. Pre Emmett. Um, yeah. You used to move around to wherever the shade was at Sun Devil Stadium. Right. That's part of the uh, allure of it. Yeah. So there were. Um, I got an email from the Cardinals saying that they're going to allow twelve hundred se twelve hundred season ticket members into the game for Seattle. I got the email um, on the weekend, and they were doing the season. The, the sales were going to happen, I think. On I, my, I had a time frame. I was supposed to log into my account on Wednesday uh, before the game, and if uh, eleven o'clock or whatever. And I got an email on Tuesday saying that the season, the, the tickets were already sold out. So, whoa, whoa everybody, whoa. quick! That was fast. Yeah. yeah, so it was it was pretty quick. Well, I found out after the fact that they were that they were reselling those tickets for anywhere from. 700 to 1500 bucks a seat uh, what were the face values on those face value is like a anywhere from 100 to 150 bucks <laughs> are they selling them to all seahawks fans oh yeah, okay. yeah. <laughs> even if there were 1200 seahawks fans that's less than there would be at a normal seahawks game at cardinal stadium so right. we out. 
Um, so then uh, after after that, that was successful, I guess. They considered that a success with the COVID procedures and everything else. And then they, uh, I got an email saying that the, the health organization raised it to 4200 per game at the Dolphins and Bills game. How nice of them. And same process. They, they told me I would log in at 11 o'clock on Wednesday and have an opportunity. So this time they were selling both games at once. Okay. So it was 8,400 tickets available, two tickets each type of deal. And it was, again, in seniority. So I, when I got on, I actually, I was about an hour late getting on to my account manager. But when I got on, I, I was actually kind of surprised. But uh, I don't know how many seats were available. But different. there was, there was a, lot of, a lot of choose from on Wednesday. I think it was around noon. And I got an opportunity to get it. The people who went games. last or, or got tickets for the first game didn't weren't involved in this process then, right? They were they were at the back of the line. So oh. if, if it went through all the way through season tickets, then they would have gone back to those guys before they would open it up to anyone else. That's actually a fairly diplomatic way to do it, and I'm surprised the Cardinals <laughs> were able to pull off something so elegantly, uh, such an elegant solution to the whole thing. It is good. So you were you were able to buy. Two, 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 two tickets. game tickets, two tickets, but two, you know, like one, the dolphin game and the one no. app. No, you I, mean just two I, tickets. I, I could only choose, I could pick, I could have picked the bills game or the dolphins oh. game, but only, yeah. So you thought you'd win the dolphins game. So you picked that one. I honestly did. <laughs> <laughs> that was a good game. It was a good game. Yeah. Didn't go the right way. We, we had a conversation today about who, who it hurt worse. My loss with the Sun Devils. That was terrible, the too. Yeah, they we're going to talk about that it, later. Yeah, it was a bad. Oh. I think it has to be Johnny because he went and saw it. I just had to watch it. On, it, on also, it also would be me because we should have won, and, and Sun Devils don't necessarily. There was no expectations for them to beat USC. So. That's true. That's so, true. Yeah. Right. I want to know this because we experienced something about two weeks ago, which was a live event. Right. But you've been going for 17 years to the Arizona Cardinal football games. Diehard fan. Um, you haven't been gone. You, shoot. You haven't gone in a long time. Right. Um, right. How did you feel when you initially walked in the door? Was what did that feeling? What was that like? So, I mean, it was, it was odd because obviously the line getting in was Easy. spaced out. <laughs> Nobody was there. Yeah. <laughs> 75,000. Yeah, we were as far back as normal, but it was because there was six feet in between everybody. Right. Um, it, it actually, to some degree, it felt so the Cardinals do uh, every preseason, they do a thing called uh, red white scrimmage, which is a, it's basically Cardinal defense against Cardinal offense. Right. Yep. I've been to that. It, it kind of felt a little bit like that, meaning it didn't have a game game day atmosphere but it had a almost like a practice atmosphere as far as how it felt um walking into the concourse it was just kind of it almost felt like we were there three hours too early because there just wasn't a lot of people walking around that was the it was just it was it was like a graveyard just empty so was it do you think it was louder when oh maddie's graduation we had we went there right (laughs) was there more sound there than there was for the stadium when you were in there uh crowd noise wise no, it's funny. No, yeah, probably crowd noise wise. It was weird because they actually did like when you're watching the games, you, you hear the the noise that they're pumping in. Yeah, the, the crowd noise that they were pumping into the game was almost more like a dull, it's just a dull roar. The noise. It wasn't. It wasn't. It wasn't appropriate for the moment in time. Like they didn't make it. <laughs> oh no! Oh man! Just a constant roar, like noise, and then right. every once in a while, turn that off for an announcement, and then it felt really weird because it would all of a sudden it would just be like you could hear a Crickets. pin drop. So. <laughs> Did they have yeah, any yeah. Uh, concession stands open or beer guys or how'd that work? 
So in the in the stadium, you have the in the concourse, you have the outer ring and the inner ring. Right. All the portables were clo- like so. None of the portables were open. Right. But on the outer ring, they had mo- most of the most of the concession stands were open, not necessarily selling what they normally would sell. Just a so toned down convert- menu. Yeah, they had one that was converted into a liquor cocktail place. So right. instead of hamburgers and fries, all they had was just, um, uh, just adult beverages. Um, so yeah, the toned down menu, kind of like everything else for COVID, they still had stuff, but it just wasn't, wasn't the same like full menu that they normally would have. So you guys, what was the seating arrangement? Like I looked weird when I watched the game, were you guys all in like one row down the side and down the side or like you see some of these games where it just people are in, in all over the place, or then you see a Texas game and it just looks like a regular game. And then yeah. the Cardinals were in like two rows, or I don't know. It, it was each each uh, section probably had four rows of two right. people, and it was every other row. So so columns, I guess, would be the better. Yeah, that'd so be a better four. way to say it. But each row it was two people, and then the next row was empty, and then the two people, and then so and they and they offset it so you weren't on the aisle, so you wouldn't have people walking by you. Right. Uh, so, and it was only the lower bowl that had ticket. There was no one in the upper decks. Oh. Um, I'd guess, you know, out of, so out of 30,000 capacity for the lower bowl, they only had 4,200 people. Right. Yeah. So half the rows were completely empty and the other half had a third of what would normally fit in that, in that row or something like that. I'm going to back us up a little bit. Yeah. Mask. Did you have to wear a mask the whole time? Yeah, there's people get. There was actually people getting kicked out for not wearing them. Oh, really? Wow. So okay, I'm okay with that. If yeah, I have to go to a game, they were walking around making sure. So if people took their mask off, they were going over and telling them to put them back up. If, How about temperature when you walked in? Was there cameras taking your temp, or did they um, they wand you in the forehead or anything like that? No. Really? I bet it was the cameras, and you didn't know it. Yeah. <laughs> no, you know there are cameras that are sensitive where they can right. as you as the folks are walking through did you walk it through th- slowly one at a time probably into the door possibly uh just yeah, naturally the oh we're losing you johnny there he is johnny oh, paused he, the internet's getting all crappy he was there. like everybody's dumping on he was like thermometer <laughs> that's interesting you know the face mask you know where i i, I assumed you'd have to wear you know a face covering if they're but gonna, i don't know you know they're gonna take uh draft picks away from the raiders and find uh chucky five hundred thousand dollars then they're gonna kick fans out of the stands right, right. well in protocol and i'm you okay know? with that so kyler murray real deal not the real deal what do you think uh, he's he's the only part of the team that is the real deal. <laughs> <laughs> well, you got DeAndre. Come yeah. on, when he's not flipping off people on the yeah. freeway, he's, <laughs> he's catching passes, right? So. Yeah, but he made half the country happy. Well, yeah, well, yeah. That's, that's me. <laughs> so, so overall, did you like the experience going to the game? Was it awkward? What overall experience? Would you do it again? Uh so, <laughs> in this setting and with all the COVID stuff, I, I, I'm happy saying I did it. But yeah. It's I an experience. Again. You um, wouldn't do it again. Yeah. It, yeah. No, once everything's back to normal and it's a real, real crowd setting, I, I, nope. I would, I would definitely do it again, but this is, it was, it was, nope. <laughs> That's right. 
but it didn't, you know, so that at least, at least, you did it. Right. at least you did it and you experienced it. Would you do it again? You know, like we talked a long time ago, yeah. right? Long time ago before even football was even going to remotely even going to start. And I'm like, I'm not going because as a, as a player or even a fan, I love the crowd. Right. And you were like, I don't care. I want to go see my whatever Sun Devils. I want to see them play. I'm which excited. Is, I want to, I want to be in there. I want to go and catch it. And it's got to start somewhere. So it started with 750 of friends and family, 1200, 4200, 4200, and it'll slowly go up again. Do you think it'll get to like the 25% or the 20 some thousand? Is there any talks about that? You think? I don't, I, they, they don't know what their plans are. I guess it's all COVID crisis gets worse or whatever. Right. Right. Um, like it is right now. It's going up. So who, who knows? Hard to predict these days. It is. One day it's okay. One day it's fine. All right, Johnny, thank you for coming in, buddy. We appreciate it. Thanks. All right. Take care. Nice Bye. to meet you. Go cards. That was great. Somebody that actually went to an NFL football game and experienced it all. We've been talking about that for months and months. We get them on for festival news around the world. Our first visitor, yep. our first interview. That was great. <laughs> Somebody really personal to you, but Hey, that's how we get them. That is. And you know, it just, we were talking about it. We were at, uh, we were having a family get together and he said, Oh, I'm going to the game. I'm like, Fan festival news from around the world. I want to hear about it because people haven't been able to go. Right. Right. I want to know what it was like. Were they selling beer? Did you have to wear a mask? Were they, were they kicking people out? That was interesting. I bet, I bet they have the thermometer checks with the pictures and it's the same. Yeah. You just don't know. Right? right. The things that we have for Andy country fest, right. those are cameras that are set off to the side. They walk through at a slower pace through, through right. the, you know, through the canals or whatever you want to call it. They're grabbing your temperature. Not right? some old lady trained. <laughs> so that, that's also what it's been two weeks. Right. And we're we fine. Went to, we went to the live. We you went know? To, I survived. Went to live music, the three, what, 250 to 300 people. Yeah. John Party, Jared and I were there, and my brother. Yep. We, we're good. Yeah, Two weeks. It was fun. It was good being out with people. I I enjoyed it a lot. And what I can't believe, it's already been two weeks. I know. Time just flies. That so. flew by a ton. It did fly by. Go cards. Yeah. ND Country Fest 2021 is coming back stronger and better than ever with Brantley Gilbert, Dustin Lynch, Little Texas, featuring Diamond Rio, Leroy Parnell, John Michael Montgomery, with more coming soon. Plan now to attend Dakota's largest and nation's fastest growing country music and camping festival, NDCountryFest.com. Sponsored by Coors Light, Action Motorsports, New Vision Security, Trans Trash, SmithWorks, and American Family Insurance, DJ Coulter Agency. All right, we are rolling into our headliner brought to you by Bruno's Pizza. Any large at $15.99. Order yours today at Bruno's ND. Jared, it's a favorite of mine that we have for our headliner 2018 ND Country Fest alumnus and North Dakota and Midwest region favorite of everybody's Brianna Helbling. How are you, madam? I'm good. How are you? Good. Thanks for jumping on with us. We're, yeah, we're thanks excited. for coming. We are super excited to have have Miss Brianna. Brianna, right. you know, let's talk about the background, lady. What did you? Uh, what got you into country music? Oh boy! I mean, how much time do we really have for that? Not I much. Mean, <laughs> I'm just kidding. As <laughs> much as you want. Yeah, honestly, typical Taylor Swift. She kind of started me out with country music and songwriting and everything. I started piano in kindergarten, moved on to guitar lessons, and from there things kind of took off. And I'm like. I want to try to pursue music as a career. Wow. So it's a, it's a Taylor Swift um, influence type of influence, huh? It is. Yeah. 
So I don't know a lot about country music. I'm more of a punk ska sort of rock sort of guy. So I really have to do my research. So when I popped up and uh, typed your name into Google, up came American Idol. So how was that? Yeah, so that was kind of a crazy thing. Back in 2017, I was only 16 years old. <laughs> what? That's crazy. Yeah, I auditioned in Fargo and got pushed on through another callback and then another callback. I did not quite make it to the celebrity judges, but I did make it to LA where I got to play for all the executive producers. And that was crazy. It was so much fun. Well, how many live events or shows did you do prior to that? Were you, were you like extremely like extremely new or did you have a lot of experience prior to doing the auditions? Yeah. So I started performing when I was 10. Obviously I have, I still have so much learning to do, but I've come a long way since then. I was already playing with the band by then and doing plenty of solo shows, but I, I look back now and I'm like, wow, things have changed so much since even 2017. Like, I just feel like I know myself better as an artist and what my goals are, what I want. I had blonde hair back then, so I don't even look the same really. But <laughs> it's been fun. <laughs> Makes sense. That's great. You know, you change your look, right? Yeah, right. Yeah, you got it. <laughs> 2018, we had you at ND Country Fest. It was a great show. What we've had people that were on prior uh, to this interview, we always ask them, how was the experience at Indie Country Fest? How was the whole day for you? And if you can explain that to our listeners that are listening and then obviously to our people that uh, jump onto our YouTube channel that can come and watch it. Yeah, so I'm not just saying this because I was able to play. Indie Country Fest was, it's still one of the best times in my life. I look back on pictures, on videos. There's just so much to do for everyone. For as From a musician's perspective, you can network with other musicians jam out when you're not playing, hang out. But for everyone else, it's so much fun just to see people you haven't seen in a while. So many people have just run into each other and been like, what are you doing here? And just dance to your favorite music. There's camping. I know that. I think it was, well, obviously not 2020, but in 2019, you had me play an acoustic show on the campgrounds. So there's music all the time. And it's just, it's so much fun. The three days go by so fast. Is there one specific moment in, in, in 2018 that you remember that you can kind of sticks out for you? I honestly would say the second that I walked on the stage to play, like we opened up for Confederate Railroad in 2018. Mm -hmm. And that was just surreal because I've never been on a stage that big and everything. And I was like, is this for real? Like you want <laughs> it was so much fun and everything about it. It's hard to pick just one moment really. When you guys, you did an amazing job and you always do an amazing job at all your, all your performances and, and everything. You. So we, we highly appreciate you and, and everything that comes with Brianna Helbling. Um, how about writing? Talk to us about writing. How hard is it to write a song? I mean, what, what, you know, are you constantly looking for inspiration? Are you like, what drives writing a song? Like that, like a lot of listeners, like even for me, like I've never written a song. I couldn't write a song. I, I know you. I've written a lot of speeches, right? <laughs> I've written a lot of briefs. I've done no, to that. A lot of briefs. I know you picked up piano at five and <laughs> like I, my parents tried to get me to take the piano when I was a kid. And at a certain point after about a year, I think my piano teacher just came to my mom and said, look, it's never going to happen. <laughs> he can do the theory, but he has no talent. <laughs> so I got to assume it's kind of like that when you're writing a song. Like, I don't know. Are you good at poems? Poems? Yeah. Like, I've never tried. You didn't try when you were a kid? Oh, like, well, sure. For back then, I was never good back then. I, <laughs> so. so I mean, 
Yeah, songwriting. I guess sometimes it comes really easy and sometimes it is insanely hard. I know during quarantine, especially, I have been doing so much songwriting. Um, I'm also in college, so that's kind of made me have to shift my focus a little bit, which is hard for me because I want to songwrite all the time. But songs like Better Run, for instance, which was our first single, that was one of the songs that I wrote, I'd say, maybe a half an hour. But then I'm like, it's not good enough. I'm just going to keep it in my phone, never share it. And then all of a sudden we have a music video, our first single, like songs kind of come and go, I guess, as they please. To me, when I try really hard to write a song is when the worst song comes out of it. And when I'm finally at my point where I'm like, oh, it doesn't matter. If I can't write a song, I'll just wait. And then 10 minutes later, I'm like, oh, I kind of like how this is going. Maybe we'll see what happens. So it's so unpredictable. (laughs) Do you ever have that moment where it's like 3 a.m. You wake up and you're like, oh, and then you just start going crazy on the notepad and the notebook. And you're like, oh, (laughs) (laughs) you like that? I do it one more time. I hit that. No, no, no. I'm going to cut that. I'm going to cut that. It's going to be a new pad. Can you do that again? No. Come on, buddy. <laughs> maybe later on. Maybe later You know on. I'm going to okay. cut maybe it. Maybe in a duet later. It's going to be a button. <laughs> I think that's what we're going to go with Ralphie's top three from now on. <laughs> so have you had that moment where it's early in the morning or late at night and you're like, whoa, this would be great? I'd say, I mean, I'm kind of a night owl. So usually by 3 a.m. I'm still awake. Um, <laughs> Me too. I suppose playing gigs late, yeah. <laughs> yeah, but that's still where a lot of songs, I remember I went to watch another band play music actually in Fargo and it was 2.30. I was sitting in my car and I'm like, I need to write this song. So I go grab an electric guitar. You obviously couldn't hear it because it wasn't plugged in. And I just wrote a song in the car at like 2.30 and I'm like, Sweet. I guess that just happened. So yes, it does happen. (laughs) (laughs) So in COVID, you did a lot of songwriting. Did you do anything? You know, how did that affect you? What was your last show, I guess, before the lockdown? Yeah. So one of our last shows, actually, I think our last one, we did the Country Fest tour with you guys. Oh, wow. (laughs) It was that close. It was. Right? Yeah. It was so much fun. Our last, like, full band show aside from that was the winter show end of February, but it's crazy to think how long that's been since then. Like we had to be so creative when it came to COVID and quarantine because every musician, they want to still play. It kills us not to be able to play in front of people. So uh, we started doing a lot of Facebook lives and I actually, with another Fargo musician, we did some driveway concerts. Oh, really? So that something really cool because people could bring their chairs and wear their masks and socially distance and it was outside. So it was still okay. And that kind of helped a lot for musicians like me who wanted to play. And you, you played, you played a couple shows, right? And recently, is that correct? Yeah. Thankfully things have been picking up a bit, but now it seems like they're flipping around again, which is kind of a bummer, but we've played quite a few shows in Fargo actually at the windbreak and shotgun Sally's done some acoustic shows. We've done a couple in Bismarck Mandan, which is where I'm from. So that's really fun to play there still, but things are definitely have been canceled. So many of them. So hopefully next year we can pick up again. Right. Exactly. And we do know that you released a bunch of material too in the last, what about six months, I think seven months. Yeah. I, we started the same, our first single better run came out in July our second single, Sandbar, came out in August, and then our whole six-song EP came out in September. And it's, I guess, for what the year was, I'm really glad we had that in our back pocket to still have some kind of excitement. But it's it's been fun. There's been a lot of cool feedback, and it's been awesome. And there's videos, too. 
right? Yes. Yes. Better Run is our music video for it. It's on YouTube and Facebook. On Facebook alone, it's reached almost 100,000 people, which is crazy. Wow. So, right. That's nuts. Yeah. <laughs> that, it, that was so much fun to make, too. When did you, uh, where'd you make it and when did you do it? Yeah, we actually recorded it in June with Quantum Productions. I think they changed their name to Quantum Digital now, if I'm correct. Those but, creative types are always changing their names. Yeah, right? I don't you like that. Right? But, like, we're going to try something new. What's that? They're going to try something new. They want to, you know, update it. We're digital now, whatever. Yeah, keep people on their toes. Right? So you filmed it. Where'd you film it up? That was at Little Heart Pond in Mandan, actually. Oh. So, yeah, it was just a super random location, but it turned out really sweet. What was the inspiration about Sandbar, which I believe that's probably about the Missouri River, which splits Bismarck and okay. Mandan? I'd say that's a fair fair statement. You're totally right. <laughs> I've, <laughs> I've grown up just going on the pontoon and on the river all the time whenever we didn't have shows. And I'm like, you know what? Let's write a, a fun love song about the Sandbar that people can just jam to while they're on the Sandbar. So I'm like, let's see what happens. And it was fun. They're great. I've seen I've seen them. It's, it's it's good stuff. Right. I mean, go to check it out. I can't wait to zoom. There is a question before we get into our other stuff, which is really cool for everybody. Wow. But there's a question that I usually ask everybody. Not everybody, but usually I think this one is would be good for you. Um, if you were to do anything in the world non music related, what would you be doing? Oh my, you totally put me on the spot. Well, it's kind of that's why he does it. He's good at it. It's his thing. Oh boy. I mean, things definitely could change. Like oh, my ideas always change. Music is number one. I know at one point I thought opening my own boutique would be super fun because I love right. fashion. I also love animals. Like furry friends rocking rescue is something I've been we've been playing with and doing music with. And I actually just adopted a cat from them. And I would love to be able to do something with animals, whether it's help out with some shelters or you know, open some type of, like what Miranda Lambert does kind of, she has her own, you know, shelter for dogs and cats. And I think that's so cool, but. That's cool. I could see it. I like it. I believe it. It's a good answer. I believe it. Now you got something special for our listeners and our viewers on YouTube. You're going to play a little song for us. Is that right? Yes, I'd say so. All right. right. Can't wait. Thank you. Here's Better Run. Take it slow, she won't leave it alone. Hello, baby, come to 
YouTube comes in and gives us a copyright claim strike, you're going to give us permission to use that song, right? 100% yes. <laughs> <laughs> that was great. I love the video because you're, you're, in, you're in that old school car, right? At the end. Oh, yeah. And then you turn yeah. over your shoulder. Is that right? I think I think that's I the was, video, yeah, right? I actually borrowed that car from my, my aunt and uncle. So if they're watching, thanks for that. And you <laughs> drove it like you stole it. I, I drove it a whole three feet because I was so nervous, but oh, really? the magical video, it can look like I drove it miles. So <laughs> that's awesome. So how can all of our listeners and how can all of our viewers on YouTube find your music and find where your next show date is? Tell them how they can reach you. Yeah. So I, we're on just about all social media platforms, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, even TikTok. Um, you can check us out. Just Brianna Halblin, Brianna Halblin music. And we keep updates on there. Also, my website is just briannahelbling.com. And we are pretty good about keeping things up to date. And that EP, they can listen where? Yeah, the EP is on all streaming platforms. So iTunes, Spotify. And we also have hard copies. So if you Ooh. can make it to a show. Ooh, CD. Or, yeah, make it to a show Sign. or send us a message. We'll get you one. Vinyl. Oh, good idea, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Brianna, we appreciate you so much. Thank you. Keep doing the great work that you're doing. And um, thanks for your time. We, we really appreciate it. Yeah, thank you so much for having me. That was great. Thank you. See ya. Bye. Brothers and sisters, I hear you asking yourself day after day, what am I going to have for lunch? Do I want another burger? No. Do I need another taco? No. Brothers and sisters, may I introduce you to Bruno's Pizza. The bread of endless possibilities. Bruno's Pizza. 910 East Front Avenue, online at brunosnd.com. Can I get a napkin? We are growling in to Ralphie's top three. Growling. This is where we give Ralphie the top three subject. He gives us our, he gives us his, his top three of whatever we give him. Ralphie, how are you? Good to see you. What's up, fellas? Good to see you. Those of you listening, you can jump on our YouTube channel and see Ralphie's top three, see his new look tonight. Yeah, you look good. You look like you've been on the road. It does. Got the hooded hooded sweatshirt underneath. Doesn't look as good as that white one, though. That white one looked pretty slick. That's true. That white one was... was, That's going to be on the... the Captivating. The holiday so. I think so. Ooh, it's sexy. Get it? Yes. (laughs) I see one in your future, Jared. Oh, it's white. (laughs) You know I can't have white. It looks good. Good call. Good, Good call. call. Ralphie, here we are. Ralphie's top three. Give us <laughs> your top three. What are you going to do? Wildest animals. Wildest animals. <laughs> really? Animals of the wild. wild animals. Wild animals. Wow. Well, you know, it gets cold and then like they <laughs> hibernate. You want to talk about them? Is that what it is? All right. <laughs> That's the best you could do today, huh? All right. It's been interesting. It's been a, it's been day. a long day. Yeah. I've got, <laughs> I, I've got it, fellas. What? You've got it. Three. Number three. Ralphie's <laughs> wild. <laughs> <Stay> favorite. <laughs> What's number Monkey. three? 
What? Monkey. (laughs) (laughs) It is in the wild or the jungle. Uh, That's a like okay. I I don't know. I'm speechless. Brass monkey. Oh, Oh, monkey. Oh, oh, nice. All right, all right, all right. We should have brought some. We could have put it here for a prop. We could have used it for (laughs) half an hour. hour. (laughs) All right. So number two, monkey number three. Yep, number two. Uh, Go lion. A lion. Very simple. Okay. Very. uh, You know. Very. uh, Roar. Yeah, safari ish. Yeah. <laughs> that was weak. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, king of the jungle. That's what I was thinking of. I don't know what we're going to do. Hit the button, Jared. <laughs> number one. I can't wait for number one. <laughs> favorite wildest animal. Please, please say the one. <laughs> Are you You're frozen. frozen. We have a bad connection. Whoa, whoa, whoa. What was that? Did he say the, great babe? A great white shark. Oh, is that, is that an animal? Is that I, I don't know if that's an animal. Is that an animal or a fish? That's a fish. <laughs> We're counting it as an animal. What? <laughs> that's a fish. That's a fish. <laughs> right here. <laughs> right here. <laughs> What's great up? white I'm, shark? Megdalon. It's a Meg. <laughs> that was a pretty good movie. I like that movie. It was a good show. Uh, I love Statham. Ralphie, we appreciate it. That was a good one. The top three wildest animals of your all time. Uh, we love it. Ralphie, Jared, what's yours? You've been watching The Mandalorian? Oh. I have. What do you think so far? I watched The Boys. Yeah. The Boys. You like that? The Almond Joy Kill. Yeah. That Almond Joy Kill was great, that right? That doesn't kill anybody. Yeah. That's just goodness, man. Yeah. That's what happened when you eat that thing. <laughs> it's good. I only have two Ick. left. Icky. Icky, 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 good. Icky. Nope. Yep. Uh, my, I don't know. Wildest animals. What's in a zoo? Uh, okay, so a zoo is zoo. animals in captivity. That's not necessarily well, dude, wild, Jared. Dude, you let them do fish. <laughs> That's like whatever. Like, like, uh, like, I can't pick a zoo animal, but he nope. can do a fish. Uh, shoot. Uh, can I do a dog? Or wild that, dog. Okay, I'll give that to you. There's wild dogs out there. Weak. 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 Come on, simmer down <laughs> yeah, here. Dog. Great white shark. <laughs> Peanut gallery. Uh, I don't, you can't like. Okay, then just scratch it. I'm trying to think. You Jared watch yours. does not watch like yours. wild animals. I don't. I like to eat them. You like to eat wild animals? I do. You do? Elk burgers are the best. <laughs> Say elk then. Thank you, Danny Russell. Yeah. You cook wild animal. Jared's wildest favorite animal, an elk. An elk. What's yours? Um. <laughs> <laughs> Come on now. You can't do anything domesticated and you can't have a zoo. <laughs> wild. But you can't have all the fish you want. Wildest animal. Favorite animal of the wild. Perch. I'm gonna go with. Uh, did you say a perch? <laughs> a perch. <laughs> I hate those things. They always used to stick me. That was the worst fish. No. What am I? A Gila monster. Boom. All right. Good call. Welcome to the desert. Welcome to the desert. All right, Ralphie. You have a good night, man. Get some sleep, buddy. Ra ra ra. What ra, a pleasure. Ra. All right. So here we are at stage left. Stage left. This sucker. And then you know what? Then we're out of here. Out of here. Watch out. So let's talk about your birthday. My birthday. That's way less painful than talking about my son doubles. <laughs> so Luke, you turn how old? 42. I'll tell you. 42. Yeah, the 42. meaning of life. The meaning of life. Do you know what the meaning of life's from? <laughs> what is it? Oh, 
uh, the Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. It's a book you should read. Oh, okay. I'll I judge people by if they know what 42 means or not. Then Very judge sad. me. I'm going to buy you the book for your birthday. Oh, thanks, Jared. Yeah, it's a little okay. late, but that's okay. Yeah, it's fine. You know, I won't hold it against you. I bought you uh, tacos. Last. Was it tacos? Did you? Didn't I? I? I picked up the town for that. For what? When we went to the Easy Taco King. Oh, that's right. You did. You know what's great about those gone. things? I picked up those quesadilla. What were they? I don't know. What you had. Oh, sure. The, the, what the, <laughs> if you did not know what we're talking about, you can jump over to our jump Facebook to our live, live on ND We're Country going Fest. a little bit weird. <laughs> ND Country Fest Live. That's where you see AZ Taco Kings and we're sitting there eating lunch. So I picked up, I bought what you had to eat for dinner that night because yeah. it looked so good. And, and it was, it good. was great. You know, it was, uh, it was better cold. <laughs> I don't even know how to say it, but it was just like this cheesy. It was beefy, good. Though. It was good hot sort of thing. too. So. Um, that's that's the truth. So thanks for the birthday, birthday lunch. Birthday gift. I, I'll get you a birthday card. Lunch. Get you some balloons. Card, balloons? What? Really? Balloons? Why not? Give me the book. I'll take the book. I'll get you the book. You'll have to read it. I did get a Traeger, though. A new you got Traeger. a Traeger. I had a Traeger. It was a small one. But you one. had the tiny one? Yeah, it was a smaller tailgating Traeger that I like to oh, s- what'd smoke What would you do with on. it? Um, <laughs> So it kind of blew up on me. What? And there was probably, yeah. What happened? Whoa, whoa, whoa. How am I just now hearing that you blew up your trigger? Well, I didn't blow it. Well, kind of, right? And I think it was just a switch and it was going out. But I had that sucker for four years. I do a ton of There's kind of and blew it up. Like there's no in between. It's like It literally did. So it was like I was doing like a 16-hour brisket on that sucker. Yeah. And it's smaller, right? Right. And, you know, everybody, if you're if you're If you know big, what a trigger yeah, is, you know, you know what, what that is. It's a, it's a pellet grill and it smokes the meat eventually we want them to be a sponsor so we can get the bad boy barbecues exactly right and then so it was late at night don't ask me why okay i was sleeping in my camper what by my house did you snore no does your wife kick you out no we had a bunch of people over and uh you know i was like ah and i in this We'll just say I was sleeping in the camper. Were you I at was. the doghouse? No, 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 no. We remember that was that weekend. I had all that family oh, over, and then I that'd was be like, "Me, I'd go outside." And there and were hide. no beds to be found because we were up until like two in the morning. And I'm like, "Ah, oh, I'm just gonna go so sleep." You just in the stumbled camper. into the camper. Yeah, I was like, "Oh, there's right. you know a twin bed in there." I'm like, oh, "I'm going to the camper." Right. But the camper is relatively close to this. Well, I'm outside, right? And so uh, all of a sudden at like three, I'm like, I hear, boom, and I'm like. Oh, what did I blow up? So is it? I don't pieces, know. Why, I don't know why I knew it, but Bris- I'm like, it had to be the smoker. <laughs> brisket down, or was brisket saved? So I get up. I'm like uh, stumbling, right? You know, and I'm like, what is this? And I go around the corner, and if anybody knows anything about a pellet, pellet fed smoker i mean it's a slower smoke right and it's low heat you know right. and it's just barely burning it's smoke 25 right? basically baking it with smoke right and uh, my smoker is in flames like it's like you ever see one of those where like you know the barrel and the people right. are over the barrel like you know in cold winter days it's and like the homeless are out yeah, on there the you go my smoker was that and i was like <gasps> I'm like, oh, oh no! <laughs> like, what is going on? Yeah, immediately I was thinking about the meat, not my house that it was about to go up in flames. I pulled out, I pulled it out of the the socket, the out of the cord, out of the did that outlet. Just- no, <laughs> I'm like, oh, and all of a sudden it's like, and then I grabbed the tongs and I grabbed this meat, threw it on the on the on the counter of the outdoor grill, right. 
And I'm like, ah, and I threw some water in there. And then I, I threw the, the meat in the oven for the rest of the time at really low. But the sucker was just blowing like crazy. Like it was flames flying out. Of really? It. Yeah. And it happened to me before, but I was like, ah, you know, I thought maybe it was dirty. So I cleaned it really good and everything was cool. And then, um, then that happened. But then I went back the next day and I turned it back, cleaned it, put it back on. I'm like, ah, it's just got to be something Still weird. Still a flamethrower. It has to be with the switch and the sucker just did it again. Whoa. And I was like, whoa. Time for a new one. So I got a new one for my birthday, a really nice big one. I think it was like the 520 uh, series and uh, whatever. The model so how much 20. can it hold? It can hold, actually what I did, it can actually hold four turkeys, or excuse me, four, four, turkeys? four chickens, two turkeys, and I think they said five rack of ribs. Whoa, whoa, all at the same time? No, 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 no. Oh, okay. No. So if you want to do turkeys, you can do four turkeys. Chickens. Excuse four me. chickens. Two turkeys or five racks of ribs. Still, two turkeys is really impressive. Yeah, it's big. Right. I like it. My, uh, I what a- I did do with the small one, I'll tell you this. Yeah. As here, I mean, there's many, many things you can do with that. And did I'm not going to go. Up? I'm not going to go. And, yeah, I'm not going to go drag it out to the desert and shoot right. it. I'm not going to do that. But I was... Uh, I wasn't going to haul it to the dumps or nothing like that. I figured somebody could fix it. Right. Right. And it was three o'clock in the afternoon on a Friday. Right. What did I do, Jared? Facebook slip slop. <laughs> no, but that was probably a good idea, but I didn't want to deal with it right. and have people come put it out on the curb. Say, and I'll give you gone. 50 bucks for it. You know, it was gone in an hour. Half 15 minutes, 15 minutes, put it out on the curb, shut my garage door. Everything was right there. Actually, I had a neighbor call me and goes, Hey, did you guys end up going camping and forgot your grill? And I'm like, no, no. He's like, your triggers out there. I'm like, yeah, it's a, it's a mess. He's like, Oh, okay. I just want to make sure you didn't, uh, didn't forget it. And you guys are leaving out of put it in my garage, but literally went back out there and was gone. gone. You know, it's that time in our neighborhood, and I think it's probably going to be that time in your neighborhood because they just did mine, mm-hmm. where it's bulk pickup. Yeah, and I love playing that game of how long is it going to last outside. <laughs> but it is a Traeger, right? And somebody's like, "Oh, I can fix that." I'm oh, sure they figured it was broke, it, and they're like, "I'll put it in, bucks or, do or keep it themselves or whatever." But I love my gift. It was a great birthday. Spent a lot of time with the fam. How about you and the Sun Devils? You Ooh, know, ah. so I was so mad because I was you were mad scores and everything. I picked twenty eight twenty one, and that was going to be the score i know it was so close so were you like thinking they were gonna win <sighs> so i pick, i called the game right like when we got done with t- talking with joe i like to say we called the game. <laughs> <laughs> i was the one who said i'm picking 28 21 but it's probably going to be usc 28 21 and then i picked asu you picked asu and 17, i truly 14 which was the score at halftime part of me really believed that the sun devils had an advantage right because they were able to practice more. We got more spring football in. Yeah, that's true. Um, I like our, our players. I think they're getting better. They're younger. It was another year. I thought we were going to surprise USC. And Which you were. Went, we were. And then. <laughs> um, it's not over until the. It's not over until the, what, the last three minutes. But there's. If you're if you're an ASU fan. there It is a Greek tragedy. All right. So oh, no pun intended with uh, the Trojan horse, and Trojan USC horse, whatever Trojan? you just, we get built up, we get built up, we get built up. Everything's going great. And then somebody just comes and kicks the knees right out of you. And you just fall back down that mountain and you got to start over again. And it's just painful 
to be a Sun Devil fan because you're always so darn close that you think you're almost there, but I knew it was coming. Well, I was pumped because we just had Joe Healy on right, right on the show. And, and we were there. Of the Devils. And I was like, yeah. I, and I watched the ASU games because I live here, right? right. And I wanted to be good. So I'm like, yeah, yeah, and yeah. And it was yeah, a 10 yeah. o'clock start. So oh, it was, was pumped. It, it was the only game in town. It was going. I actually turned it off. I went to a different game. Did you? I was like, that sucker's over. It over? Yeah. I, I didn't. I kept walking around that. You know what happened is uh-huh. I was so nervous that I started cleaning up <laughs> and doing. Uh, you must have been really nervous. I was nervous. really nervous. So I've, I've had a project of rewiring my AV station in my man cave so I can, you know, I just adjust it and rewire everything. Yeah. And I just started doing that. And, it, you know, it was just. Uh, Were I, you listening or watching the game? I was watching it at the same time. I couldn't watch it. I'd watch it. That as soon as that um, offsides or onside kick, I was just like, seriously, how does this happen? <laughs> and it's like, you're not prepared for this. this you got to put them away, right? And I like Herm Edwards. I'm a, ha- I'm a huge fan of his. And so, I want him to be good. I want to go to a game when they open it up. Say, well, how many right. ever seats they're going to do it? And we're, we're going to get picked. I can feel sideline passes coming. Coming, we'll do something. <laughs> we're going to go. So one of my friends, um, he's a big USC fan. His dad played at USC. He hates Helton, right? Yeah. And at the end of it, he's like, screw that. All through the game, he's like, my dad would be rolling over in his grave, texting me back and forth. I'm like, shut up, USC And then at fan. the end, he's like, yeah. yeah. Well, no, he's still like, oh, both those coaches should be fired. And I'm like, he said that, or you said that he said that. Oh. And I'm trying to decide, do I really feel that way about that loss? Cause a, I don't really view this as a real season to me. So it would have been great if we beat USC. Right. But did we really beat USC when there was no pre games to get warmed up? This is our first game, their first game. Um, it's only an eight, a seven game season. A wins. A win. I would say, yeah. So ask that question to Notre Dame. We just beat Clemson. Yeah, that was great, right? You know, that's a real season. That was them. crazy because <laughs> obviously we uh, what? It, it's a real season. They <laughs> rush the field. Do you do that? <laughs> do we talk about that? It was like, oh man, are they going to play? It's not even like the question of the thing. It's like, man, are they even going to be able to play is, next? Is year? Notre Dame just, like, just one great big bubble around <laughs> the whole town and nobody has COVID and we're all good? I think they all got tested before. <laughs> God came down and did the Catholic sign and said, you're all good. Never know, Jared. I don't know. <laughs> so yeah, I don't know. Like, I don't. It's a real season. It has to be, right? I mean, we are in, <laughs> this is so dumb to say, but we are, it's not, it's even hard for me to say. It. We are in and living history that's crazy. Right. Well, like it's, it's like un, Johnny. Unliving times, right? When, As in nobody's lived it. He's like, I felt I had to go to that game. Would I go to another one when, you know, he could take his $200 worth of tickets. And if he had had the Seattle game, um, he, sold it for, he could have sold those for two grand. Right. And, you know, easily made a profit and it would have been fine. But then you're always the Cardinal fan that's complaining about how there are more Seahawks fans there. Right. But it's experience. I want to go. I want to be there. Um, I want to see it. Now, what I've heard, and this is a grapevine, is that ASU is kind of doing the same thing the Cardinals did. Mm -hmm. So they released, um, they're going to have fans in the stands, uh, 750 of them, but they're going to be the friends and family, kind of like the Cardinals did. So I'm expecting that in the next round it'll be 1200 or 4200 or they'll do what 22,000 last game we're not texas go and go and we don't it. love freedom go as much as texas <laughs> don't you know we're a blue state now well, hopefully those sun devils get it together and same thing with the arizona cardinals but just mainly for you hopefully the sun devils you know get i her think going. we're close like i felt we could have won that game i'm not 
devastated by it. Like it, it would have been nice to win. I just think our talent's getting there and we'll see what happens. Well, it'll be interesting because you know, Cal, another thing that we talked about mm. with Joe is what happens when these uh, teams can't play and like right. how the sec built those sort of bye weeks in. Right. Well, that's because they started early right. now. That's and the pack 12 play. They're done. Yeah. And so, uh, Cal and Washington didn't play, mm-hmm. and now and Arizona and Utah didn't play. The ticker's full of postponed games right. today, but we and we're on a Tuesday, right? We're we're on a Tuesday right, right now, and so I don't crazy. even know if the Cal ASU game's going to go if they're in the thing. So who it's, knows? It's just a weird time to be a football fan. How can they find us, Jared? And they can find us on Apple Podcasts. Please go subscribe, review, rate, do all those sorts of things on all of your podcasting sources. And if you're that one or four percent i don't know what that uh, is that one or two people from ireland that are <laughs> listening to our podcast yeah leave a comment leave a rate a review so let's we know you who on. you were let's hear what's going on in ireland that'd yeah. be great we'd love to get you on on fan festival news from around the world and watch us on our youtube channel make sure you go ahead and click the notification buttons and and hit that and subscribe yeah, we, we need more do, subscribers we no. didn't reach enough to get ralphie, ralphie into you think the we can just outfit? keep that when we hit 100 ralphie will dress up as a sexy mm, nurse no he's a deal's a deal guy do you think a deal's a deal guy if you're about to love what you're about to hear that's our boys the quaker city nighthawks and you know what here's to you here's to me you know the rest, and we are.